carbonly conversation. Quick question. Is this the podcast? Are we doing the podcast right now? All right, welcome back, Carbonly listeners. Got your two best friends here, Shane and Chad. That's right. Hope, hope everyone's having a wonderful, wonderful day wherever you are in this world. Um, before we dig into today's episode, we want to always remind everyone that you know we we created this podcast um, in order to examine the intersection of community, lifestyle, and consumption in our lives. Um, and we hope to share our stories and our curiosity um, in order to motivate actions of of all of you out there to help lessen our carbon footprints. Um, and we want to also create a space for for our listeners and our supporters um, and community members to share your carbonly journeys as well. Um, you might know by now, but if you don't, if you want to check out this episode and all of our other previous episodes. Um, um, all you need to do is scroll down to our show notes, click on find and join the conversation, and that'll give you a link to your favorite, um, podcast app, whatever you use to listen to the podcast. Um, that'll give you a link and you can typically rely on us to have a new episode loaded every Wednesday. And That's our goal. if you're on social media, follow us on Instagram, TikTok. Um, and also, if you'd like to check out this episode in video, um, check out our YouTube channel, Carbonly Conversations. And we appreciate all the support. Definitely. And if you are a YouTube watcher, you can also see that after 66 episodes, Shane and I finally color coordinated. We did. It's a little <laughs> like burgundy this type burgundy of. Burgundy red. I mean, yeah. we did it. 66 in and here we are. Dressing like twins. I yep. just need a green hat. Exactly. So awesome. Well, excited for number 66. Really excited for the journey we've been on to to bring all these carbon lay hacks, these carbon lay tips, carbon lay thinking um to the forefront. Especially, you know, since we're doing it for ourselves anyways. We're gonna tell all of our listeners and beyond. So thinking about Last week episode, um, we had the amazing race to zero waste. Yep. And we're keeping on that theme. Um, today's episode, I think we're going to affectionately call it No Sleep Till. <laughs> but I think we'd not say Brooklyn, but there's a there's a theme to why we, we want to go No Sleep Till Zero Waste. Zero Waste. Um, not very zero waste. <laughs> I'm very coordinated <laughs> in this, but um, we can all laugh at that on the reels. Anyways, so before we like highlight the video and the expert that we we found to talk a little bit more about zero waste than just what Shane and I are doing, we actually wanted to set this conversation up with some of the things that both um, him and I um, and our families have been doing to just, you know, lower, light, lighten our footprint on the world, um, lessen mm -hmm. the load on the planet, as we like to say here. Um, so Shane, maybe you could share some of the tips and tricks that you've been doing lately that you've always been doing to help like yep. in your own home, zero out the waste as best as you can. Yep. So I, um, everyone knows, 
you know, about my food scrap, my food, my composting journey. Um, so I won't, I won't bore you with that. Um, one thing that I've been really focused on, um, personally in, in some of my carbonly goals is, uh, clothing wise. So there's a, there's a few things, um, I've kind of went through my whole wardrobe and decided to let some things go. Um, so I'm, I'm in the process now of finding a place to donate those, which is unfortunately been a little bit of a struggle, but we'll leave that for another episode. Um, but in, but now when going out to purchase new clothing, I'm trying to be more purposeful and, um, instead of buying fast fashion and things like that, I'm, I'm focusing on higher quality. So, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate enough to be able to spend a little bit extra. I'm not going out and buying, you know, Gucci Prada or anything like that, but I'm not looking for the, I'm not always looking for the five or $10 t-shirt anymore. I'm looking for something of better quality that can last um, a little bit longer. Um, and then also within that, I'm looking for more quote unquote capsule items. So like cap to me, capsule is just something more that can match with a lot of things. It's not really like this outfit where it's like, oh, I can only wear that with red pants or whatever. It's things that kind of fit together um, to where I can mix and match the clothing a lot more than I typically would. Um, and so, then with, go ahead. Quick, just a quick, I guess, interruption. That capsule that's a new word for me. So like, where did you pick that up? Where, where does that come from? I, I mean, I think it's a real fashion term. Um, we can, yeah, I, Chad's the Google guy, so he'll, he'll look that up, but I'm pretty sure that's like a real term and I might even be giving the wrong definition of it, to be honest. Cause usually when a clothing line comes out with like a new, let's say their fall line, it's usually like a considered like a capsule to where those things kind of go together. Oh. Uh. But gotcha. don't come to us with any fashion for any of your fashion tips. If you're <laughs> yeah, listening. We, I mean, We're I was cool guys. at one time because I just dressed like a hipster, not because I was being a hipster and ironic. <laughs> it's just how I lived. And I yeah. just happened to move from rural Minnesota out to Boston and New York. And I'm like, oh, everyone's dressing like all my friends do back home. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We were just doing it because that's what we needed to do. That, that and you brought this up a while back, and I know we've mentioned Carhartt different times mm -hmm. with fashion and durability and especially like a brand being adopted by a, the African-American community. But I, I mean, I saw three of them today, like someone walking down the street in New York wearing like a very beat up Carhartt tan yep. work coat. And I'm like... And they were wearing it like fashion instead of like, this is the coat I've worn for, yep. you know, 300 days outside working on road construction, you know, and I'm in just those, in those conditions. Now those can go for three to $500 on the resale market. Drives me nuts Cause I'm like, yeah. I know some really, my dad probably still has his old car heart, right. like Your jumpers, might have you know, a, a half a million like a thousand dollars, dollars. Worth of car heart, you know, so <laughs> never in my mind. Again, when we put that in the carbon -like context though, like my dad, offboarding his old work gear to people that will wear it as high fashion it gives it another mm -hmm. life yeah um and it gives would give my dad some money so that yep. would be a good thing too um so i was i interrupted you we got down the rabbit hole with capsule um you said there was 
besides fashion, what else are you doing with that, like that race to zero waste, like no sleep until zero waste? No, just my, if you, if you've listened to any other episodes, I'm still on my journey of like food, like lowering food waste, you know, composting, um, making sure I use up what's in my fridge and not kind of, my mom always calls it your, your eyes are bigger than your stomach. Sometimes when you go shopping, you know, you're like, Oh, I need all yeah. of this. And it's really, don't you just go grocery need... shopping hungry ever. Exactly. So how about you, Chad? What are you, um, what are some things you're would, working on? I'm definitely say plus one to all of the above, like reducing waste through food waste. Like we compost the heck out of everything here. I was just remarking to, to Lauren earlier tonight that, so I think we did some social media posts. I don't think we did an episode, but New York has these new orange bins, compost bins. Mm-hmm. And you get the app and the compost bin will open up when you use the app. And we have one, like not even a minute walk from our place. So like, I never have to like, Oh, can I get enough compost in the bin I have at home? I just fill that sucker up and dump it off whenever I need to. Like, so that yeah. it's just less stressful and it's easy to do. So I love that a lot. Um, on the clothing, like, try to find, like, we've been piling up, like, w- clothing we don't use, don't need, either gets donated, but um, we also have this program that we mailed in to a company that will either resell it and then, like, give us some money out of it or donate it or shred it and help it turn into, like, like some kind of compostable or, like, reuse it into a, another fabric in the future. Right. Yeah. So I feel good about that. Um, I'm actually looking at my kitchen right now on the view. I have a lot of like the things that we use often, like our vitamins, um, some of our like sauces and stuff like are in like reusable containers. So we like to fill those things up and buy yeah. in bulk as best as we can. Um, but this is like a, it's like an ongoing journey. I was just like literally looking at my garbage as I took it out today. And it's like, it's all plastic or almost all plastic bags, you know, just dumb things that can't get rid of. And I, yep. and that's why I'm excited about to, you know, introduce like, I guess our video guest. Um, Cause she, she has some couple ideas on what you can do. And that's really got me thinking since I've watched this video. And, and that's why, you know, I wanted to bring it to you and share it with our listeners is there was something I didn't really think about as like, Oh, this is like a really good approach to um, how we actually start to audit our own waste, waste streams and figure out what, what do we need to go after? Cause mm-hmm. I think that's kind of like the big piece of this anyways. Um, it's like Shane said, nothing really new. We're still on our carbon lane journeys. Um, yep. Takes time. So takes time. It takes a while to change those habits, but we'll get into this a little bit. So I actually found this on the BBC. Um, the irony is she's a shop owner in Brooklyn and her shop is called Precycle. And, um, what she shares on her website is that she has opened her own store in Brooklyn where they quote, pre-cycle exists to empower customers to reduce their environmental impact by reducing food and packaging waste. We believe that every customer has the right to know where their food originates to be given the choice of reusable instead of disposable. In other words, full transparency. And like that resonates with me really strongly, I'm a big proponent, like we shall know where our food comes from, you know, farmer's market when available, when price appropriate, 
like it's a huge win because you can meet the farmers, see where your food comes from, and kind of buy it in bulk versus a package, right? Mm-hmm. You know, I love Trader Joe's. It's affordable, but if, if I can only buy my peppers wrapped in plastic in a bag, you know, versus going to the farmer's market and get the same three peppers from yeah. a little bit more but no plastic, like that's, it seems like a win to me, right? Or, um, or even with her store idea, you can actually even get as little bit as you need. So if you just need yeah, yeah, yeah. a specific yeah. type of bean oh. for one dish instead of buying a whole bag. Oh, my God, Shane. Go get- Good track. Yeah. It's huge. I didn't even put that together. It's like you can buy in the quantity that you want mm-hmm. um, as well. I guess buying in bulk really matters. Um, yeah. <laughs> so we'll add some links to her shop. It's a pre-cycle shop in Brooklyn. She has an Instagram page. You can like and follow her just like you like and follow us. Um, and we'll just kind of go through this BBC clip and okay. add some commentary and, and learn from the expert ourselves. So let me share screens with... Here it is. We got that. Here we go. Recycle is the first zero-waste grocery store in New York City. We've been open since 2018. So you um, just buy it, take it home, and then there's a return me label. You bring it back and get the dollar. And we will take that jar and reuse it in-house. So that's one of the things I like a lot about what she's doing and what she's sharing mm-hmm. is that, um, and that's what I, like, I paused it here in this video, is you can use the jars that comes in. You can also, like we were talking, bring your own jars, either wash them there, come clean, and then they'll weigh them pre you filling them up. So then you can just pay for the product that you're getting. Yep. And I I didn't even notice how if you you don't have that packaging, you can, uh, I guess, take one of their jars. But when you go back, if you have, if you return it or if you return it, they give you a dollar, it seems like. So that's a pretty cool incentive. It's like the, um, you can ever shop at Aldi's where you can get your own cart, but you got to put a yep. quarter in it and yep. then you get your quarter back. They never really have to manage those carts. Um, yeah. If you give a person a dollar for that jar, that jar is coming back. I'm for on a sure. regular. Um, but so we got to see who she was and what the store is functioning. Just a little slice there. But she also had like three tr- tips on how to live a zero waste life in a wasteful world. Mm. Um, so let's hit play on that and go from there. Individual process. I can sit here all day and give you tips on, on what works for me, but it doesn't necessarily mean it will work for somebody else on a different side of the world. Compost is the most important component of zero waste, in my opinion. Composting is uh, basically separating organic waste materials and making sure that they're sent to facilities that are able to turn it into soil. The decomposing food in a plastic bags in a landfill will create a lot of methane gas and methane gas contributes to greenhouse gas emissions. So definitely contributes to climate change. So composting is a very big step. Which no strangers here, right? Right. We've been talking about food waste. They just got done with COP2023 and they talked about food waste and that, methane, it's a big deal. Yep. So not a lot of surprise there, but I think it's the next two that I'm like, to me, I have opened my eyes. So anything you'd like to add on on composting before we go forward? 
No, I mean, I don't, I don't think we can uh, express it enough on how, how uh, big of a game changer composting can be if, if we all kind of start to believe in it and, and try to do as much of it as, as we possibly can. So, Fair enough. Well, let's follow up with her on the next. There's a plastic pump. Once you've done that creative process of uh, auditing your waste, I think it makes easier to shop anywhere and still be sort of on that 80-20 rule where 80% would be without single-use packaging and 20 maybe would be a compromise. So if you didn't catch that, it's auditing your waste. Mm -hmm. And she kind of follows that Patero effect of 80-20, like 80% of your waste is either compostable, recyclable, and 20% of it isn't, right? Yeah. And Immediately when I first watched this, the vision I got is like, what's in my garbage can? What are the things that are constantly going in there, right? Because mm -hmm. I can control what gets composted, right? I don't have to think about that. That's going where it needs to go. I know what can get recycled. We've talked about that, especially the right. paper, the cans, the glass, plastic, like it's iffy on some of that stuff. But then in my own home, like everything that I can't reduce, reuse, or recycle gets thrown away. And that's where you need to go on it. And then in there, you know, like I found like my hair gel container. I was like, here's why I threw this way because it's in a plastic tube that is unrecyclable. And I'm like, curses. So I need <clears throat> to find new gel, right? Exactly. Like, you know, we've yeah. talked about, you know, like that shampoo bar and all those other things. Like, how do you get mm -hmm. rid of stuff that you don't need? And, but it's like until you actually audit your garbage, you don't really have the data to know. It's like, okay, so here's my choice for X and yep. Y, but it's always leading into the landfill. That's where I can actually go make a difference. Let's go find a different version of X that doesn't go to landfill. Let's go find right. a different version of Y that doesn't go to landfill. You know, for me, a big example was the the foaming soap. Like we did that, I think, Carbon Lake Commercial mm -hmm. on those little tabs. Yep. Um, and you can buy those tabs in bulk in a cardboard box. The wrapper that the tabs come in, it actually disses if you run it over water, disintegrates. So like Crazy. the whole thing is like and so you just gotta buy the foaming pumper once and then That's you can it, just keep yeah. feeding it at water and pump and in those soap tabs. Like from there on out, everything like my soap is other than like I can use that pumper thing for years, you know, at least for a couple of years before we open right. it out. But I don't know, what's your reaction to that auditing of your waste and is that something that's you a, thought about before? I haven't. That's a that's a really good tip, and I I could see it being um, overwhelming for some people, but um, I think that it's definitely something that I I will try now that you know I've learned about it from from this, and and like you said, you know you can kind of audit and kind of see see okay, is this you know I can't compost this, I can't recycle it is this a necessary buy for me going forward? Mm -hmm. Or if it is, what are, what are some other options out there? And you can do a quick Google search and be able to find other options for really anything, any product you use, there's another option out there um, that are, that's more eco-friendly nowadays. Yeah. So, and, you know, kind of going back to, the clothing of like pick, you know, starting to buy better quality. Yes. You may have to spend an extra dollar or a couple of dollars um, 
for the for the product that you're trying to swap out to be more eco friendly. Um, but in the long in the long in the in the long run, it, it's worth it because it's better for the planet. And to be honest, the more we support those type of brands that are focused on more eco friendly packaging and products, eventually the price will become more affordable. Um, a lot of these, a lot of these products have to charge a little bit more because of even though they're using recycled packaging, sometimes it actually costs them more, or they might not be creating um, as much product in bulk. The way, let's use toothpaste for example, the way a Colgate, you know, can mm-hmm. go out and create billions of tubes of toothpaste. So of course you can go to the store and buy a two dollar tube of toothpaste. Um, but it it's just it's just better for us to begin to kind of support these and it'll drive the larger companies to be like, hey, you know, we need to start doing this because they always copy anything that's a trend always gets mm-hmm. copied eventually. So yep. um and they, and they you know they want their hands in it. everything. Exactly. So um yeah, I'll I'll have to audit my trash. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Um Two things. I think one is, I think that's kind of like what you just shared is the next thing that you kind of like, like, you know, pick where you spend your dollars because invest mm-hmm. in that and companies will react to that. And two, I keep thinking about like if when my kids were little or like if I had a household of five or six, like how would I help them be more carbon? Right. Yeah. And I think the auditing of the trash, the waste stream makes so much sense in the like you start to find out all the things you're throwing away and you don't have to change it all at once, but you can kind of go item by item or the pick the thing that you use the most, you know, and is the, the trade-off and the price, you know, are you able to afford it? But you yeah. can start like, you know, by price and by like volume, you can start moving the needle and then you get on this carbon light journey. Right. And I think that's the most powerful lesson I'm taking from this and to remind, like, you don't have to, go live in a forest and be a hermit. Like that would probably be good too. You'd still have a carbon footprint out there, but right. um, you can participate in society and start to choose things in that way. Yep. It's so powerful. Okay. Let's wrap this up here with our last. And just finding creative ways of using something is a fun process. Could even be a game with your kids. Oh, that was a good way to end that video. Yeah. Uh, make I like sure that, I, you know, me personally, I probably won't go and if you're, if you, if you can't see the video, they were like painting old lotion bottles and stuff. Me personally, I probably won't do that. You know what I mean? But yeah. there's other things I can do. Um, for example, I went to, um, Frank Linton farms has like teen potlucks every week. And a couple months ago I went to one and one of the girls that works for the farm, she brought, um, like a dip, a homemade dip that she made. But instead of using, you know, some other packaging or whatnot, she actually, they were old yogurt containers. So like yogurt, plastic yogurts that she already ate, she washes them out. And then she kind of holds different things like that and put like her homemade dip in it and brought it. And then she's reusing it. She's not using it forever. Like I'm sure she has dishes at home. But if you can get one or two more uses out of it, and then recycle it or throw it away, it it still it still helps, you know. Yeah, dampens the demand for that product because it's yeah. good idea. Yeah. Um well Shane, I think the no sleep till zero waste. 
bound out. Um, <laughs> no, I just got this song in my head. Um, I, I feel like, uh, like the right place to close this out is a question for you, for me, and that, and for all of our carbon light listeners of, of what will you do to audit your waste? And what's one thing you can find a carbon light alternative? Like that's our <laughs> challenge out there is like, yep. you know, do an audit. And what's that one thing you can like, you know, make that carbon light update and remove that from the waste stream. It's a good challenge. Till next time, we'll, we'll follow up on it. We'll follow up indeed. We'll talk soon, y'all. Have a carbonly week.